Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Dylan at Thunderchest, and I'm here to tell you that football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure you use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters BLEAV, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Top of Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntzinger at Thunder Chats. We are part of the Believe Network, and today I'm joined by two lovely gentlemen for this uh, Thunder Season Preview podcast. First, we got the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the Champagne Jerry. What up, Jerry? What up, man? Um, I really didn't know who you're going to go to first because that's like you're just your opening line. But if it you is. just keep calling me, yeah, uh, the man, the myth, the legend, I'll be more ready for this next time uh no man doing great uh basketball's back like holy crap uh the sixers already screwed up my first parlay of the year um i am hoping that some goodness comes tomorrow night whenever i put down like a 10 leg parlay uh but i'm glad to be here and i'm happy that we get to start our season tomorrow man absolutely man good times are rolling in thunderland good times are rolling in nba land and good times are rolling for topic thunder because joining us today on not a draft podcast the one the only the tyrannical matt tyranny what up matt what up what up i think i've been on have i only been on draft podcast is that right yeah the past for literally years. the last two years <laughs> like that's it one of them was at my house Dang. he boycotted my house this year because it got a little too wild but I, I snuck um, into one of them at some point maybe not oh. hope you're, well, that that's what my dad thought too but he never made it <laughs> my goodness hey but all the yeah, matters I, is you're here now Tierney. yeah i gotta say also jerry I'm so, I, I can't believe you took the sixers over the celtics in that game i, I if i was a betting man myself i would have told you otherwise man i know i was just hoping for like a little bit of a uh downfall you know with the uh udoka i can't even say his last name true forgot about that whole thing yeah Yeah. i was like man there's gonna be some turmoil there in boston um i see it's not gonna work out the same way and then they just like literally took over in that third quarter and ran away with the rest of the game so um yeah yeah kind of bitter about it but um I'm still happy I get to bet on basketball now instead of like waiting for two days a week to bet on football, which absolutely mm-hmm. sucks. So it's much better. Um, yeah, every day. Sports, sports all week. Sports all week. Yeah, but yeah I'm go. good. I'm excited. I'm excited for tomorrow. Excited to, you know, see what. Even though we don't have our full, what we expected to be the roster in 
the last time I was here. Uh, I'm still excited to to just watch Thunder basketball for the first time and real Thunder basketball in the first time since in four months. So I'm ready. Yep. Let's get it. Yeah, and uh, as uh, Mark Dagnall said in I believe his uh, his press conference or not press conference, but his media availability today, uh, the roster will be full strength. The 2023 20 or 2022 2023 roster, like basically as full strength as that roster can get, because Chet was not going to play this year, so we're not including that in a possibility. So this is the full strength roster. Shea is cleared to play opening night without a minute restriction, like that. That that just has me like completely like just jacked and excited because it's been I don't know like six months since we've seen Shea play basketball. But yeah, it was back in yeah. March. So seven months, six and a half months, seven months, well, yeah, almost eight. Happened, yeah, yeah, because it was the beginning of April or or the end of March. No, the beginning of March, wasn't it? I, I it was end of March, beginning of April. Something. Okay. Like that. Okay. Yeah, because I think he played ten games after the All Star game. That's about right. Then. Yep. Yeah, so I uh, yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing seeing Shea back out there. You know, after after uh, being in the lab and adding to his game a little bit, and you know, during this off season, uh, we've added a few new pieces to the team. I just want to see what he can do with it. So, um, yeah, exciting times for Thunderland. So, guys, let's get into this preview. So, right off the bat, uh, I'm gonna you know we're gonna throw numbers in here. So, Uh-oh. you know, this team is full strength automatically so like that's that's awesome We're, we don't have chet that sucks and i think the last time i saw an over under uh for the team we're sitting at 24 and a half i'm gonna double check i'm gonna use bet online and double check there i saw i saw 23 and a half i just checked it the vegas insider mm. it was 23 and a half so i don't know if there's a different bookie for that or not but as of eight minutes ago yeah let's so see that's the over under we're, we're tied with Indiana and uh, Houston. Yeah, I'd say they've been really just balancing those three teams out. And the Spurs, and the Spurs are Spurs yeah. are just yeah. a couple games below that, or worse than that, rather. Yeah, we got. So I, what I've got, well, Dylan's yeah, twenty three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just looking for yeah. Bet Online since they're our sponsor. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot, take it. I mean, uh, Bet Online. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but no, you was right. It, it's the same number. So 23 and a half okay, wins. Good. I'm going to use that moving forward. Yeah, there you go. So uh, 23 and a half wins is our over under. Um, and, you know, I'm going to ask you over and under, but it, I, I want you to go a little bit further. I want you to give me your win loss prediction. So uh, we're going to start with the homer. We're going to start with Jerry. And I, I'm interested to see what Jerry has to say. So the first, like, what? 12 games of the season, it's not going to look that good, right? It's going to be kind of rough there for, for the first little third of the season or the first like sixth of the season. Um, but I wholeheartedly believe that this team can like at their best and like really playing well, no injuries at full strength. And that's what I'm making this assumption over, over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this team could win like legit, probably like, 32, 33 games. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Like, I honestly still think that, like, last year. Yeah, I still think that, like, last year, if we did not get hurt the way that we did and just how stuff was kind of coming together, like, we had that nice little stretch where it was like, huh, okay. Um, 
I, I, I just think that this team has one that got better. I think Josh Giddy's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout I think out Shay, to Yeah, I think Shea is just chomping at the bit to go just prove that this team is not what everybody else thinks it is. Um, and then, uh, you know, the other part of it with all these rookies, man, like we literally drafted just some very good dudes that have, you know, that fire, that gumption about them that um, I think that they're going to be able to hang. They might not be able to shoot lights out or do anything too crazy, but I definitely think this those rookies can play good defense and rebound um, at a high level. And um, really and truly, you do those two things, you can win a lot of games. So um, I, I'd, I'd say over – I, I still think over the 23 and a half, regardless of what happens. Um, but I think this team full strength could win like 30, like I said, 35 ish on the high end. <laughs> you just went higher than yeah, what you said. On, I said on the higher, high end. You just, on, by, on the the end high this, end by the end of this podcast, he's going to be like 55 wins. We're going to be at yeah. 500, boys. 82 <laughs> and 0. Screw it. No, but I, I just, I, I think that this team is going to be able to surprise a lot of people. I mean, just in the style of ball that we play. And, and again, we got, I think everybody on the floor at one time is what? Six, six. I mean, minus Lou, but six, 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 mm-hmm. seven or taller. Um, okay, Lou and Isaiah Joe are both six, three. Yeah. So other than that, you know, we, we got some length on that court. That's going to give some people some problems. So, um, and I like what I saw during the preseason too. I mean, we didn't win every single game, but um, I really like just the the activity. Uh, even whenever they did screw up, you rarely saw that same screw up again. So, um, yeah, I just love basketball, and I think I love this team, and I think that they're going to be a lot better than what people give us credit for. Now, I hope we're not, because I want to be in the Wimby sweepstakes at a very, very, very high level, but um, I think we could definitely surprise some people. Jerry wants to have his cake and eat it too. So, I mean, if the Pelicans can do it, we can do it, right? <laughs> That's the way Theoretically, I look at yeah, it. Yeah, in theory. Uh, all right, theory. all right, Jerry. What, what are you thinking here, man? Are you thinking uh, highly optimistic like Jerry in the thirty-five range, or um, I also should don't, point out? Don't, that, no, wait a second. Don't quote me on that. I said at the very, very high tippy top of this. The vaulted right? ceiling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 putting some uh, qualifiers on. I, I, yes. I get it. Yeah, and I don't. think we won 24 uh, I think we won 24 games last year so yep, uh, the, right. the over under set just a bit underneath so what what, what you thinking Jeremy? I yeah I mean I'm definitely lower than what Jerry said I I looked at the schedule cuz of what Jerry mentioned at the beginning so just so everyone knows obviously Minnesota's first then it goes Denver then Minnesota again two two times in LA back to back which is kind of interesting like it's yes. at the Clippers both times uh, and then Dallas and then Orlando is like the, the first one on there. That's not like a top, top title contender team. That's uh, a TNT so game. That's those, like our only nationally televised. It's our game. only national, yeah, only nationally televised game too. So we've got a lot of interesting games coming up. So those first six, I mean, you could look at that and think those are all L's. I, I mean, Every year, the Thunder seem to just like sneak away with one of those. So I don't think it's 
technically just like an immediate 0 and 6 right off the bat. I could think maybe one and five, two and four, but it's not going to be pretty, like Jerry Watch said. Watch out. Watch um, out now. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know with this team. They're feisty. So that said, um, I I sort of project that, and we all know about the Wimby uh, lottery uh, and like what that means, and obviously the Thunder know that too. And so what I sort of expect is not exactly the same thing that happened last year with Shay getting pretty severely hurt and like them, not severely, like moderately hurt and them just taking it very precautiously. I could mm-hmm. see like a, a another Shay tweak or a Lou tweak or a giddy tweak where it's like, okay, maybe they could come back in a week in like March. But at that point you're thinking, okay, do we really want him to come back? Do we need these wins? We're not actually competing for a, a playoff spot so then they sit one of those three and you know it's sort of the same thing that happened last year with Shea and March like we mentioned at the beginning so I kind of foresee that happening when one of their big guys their their important pieces um, gets a flare-up like that for whatever reason I could see them just pulling that person entirely probably not what they want obviously they want to compete but um, there's so much at stake with the lottery this year. And I feel like we say that almost every year now. It was that last year and it's, you know, wouldn't be this year. It's going to be somebody else next year, but it always feels like it's really high stakes. Uh, and so mm-hmm. you want to do whatever you can to sort of put yourself in the best position for that. And I think ultimately that's what we're still here for. Even though I know at this point, Thunder fans are getting a little antsy for some success, um, yeah. but I don't think we're quite there yet. And I think like you listen to, any of the other like reasonable podcasts like Andrew Schlecht and, and you know, those guys, I think they're saying sort of the same thing. Like it's not quite our year yet. And so we need to sort of tailor expectations to meet that, which is why I, I think we'll probably, I don't know if 23 and a half is it's hard to say. I mean, obviously it's, it's Vegas. So they know exactly where to put it. So it's really hard to say, but it's going to be somewhere in there. And I know that's sort of a cop-out answer, but it's going to be like, 23 i think at the lowest like 21 wins um but i think high would be like 28 i think um so somewhere in that range like i said i think it just because we're going to be super 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 precautious the first little injury that somebody gets we're going to keep them out for a little longer and that's just gonna you know affect a win here and there if we don't have giddy or if we don't have ludor if we don't have shea for a game it, it affects your wins obviously so i think They'll add up and and we'll end up seeing something in that 21 to the 28 range, which is what I think um, we should be hoping for, because that's going to put us in the best scenario. And as long as like the people we want to see succeed, the, the Shays and the Lou's and the Josh's and the and even like the Usman's this year and the double J Wills, like those guys, like we want as long as we get those pieces cooking but still not winning the games that's you know that's what we want so that's what i'm hoping for yeah and i, I think you're referring to santa there but it's okay it, it was just no a- i'm gone i i'm i'm gonna call them both jay well and i never will explain which is which yeah i, I said it. that i said that when we drafted them i said that when we drafted them. i'm gonna do that yeah yeah you made that stance on draft night and i made the same stance on draft night and yeah Sticking good time Good times. All right. Uh, yeah, I think for mine, I'm going to go right in the middle of your guys' prediction. Um, I, 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 
I think I'm going 29 wins. Um, I know it's like a arbitrary number, um, but I do think that this team, even without Jet Holmgren, is not not really like just marginally better. I think they're incrementally better than they were last year. Uh, just because, I mean, obviously, you, you know, like all the people we've talked about, like Dort's improved, Shea's improved, Giddy's improved. We've seen all that. Trey Mann has taken leaps and bounds. And Oku. turned into a grown-ass man just <laughs> yeah. over the summer. Like, he went from like, oh, you're cute to like, where's my hug at? Like, literally <laughs> in just a summer. I am I totally forgot about Trey. I'm really disappointed in myself right Don't. now. I I've, I've said it last year. I, I'm hopping on the Trey Man train. I'm gonna I'm gonna be back on it this year. Yeah, my and, guy. and like the fact that he was able to put on that muscle and it's like not affecting his shooting at all, like we've seen in the past mm-hmm. with other Thunder players. What uh, it's awesome. What was the percentage that he shot during preseason? It was something absurd. I was about to. I was about. It to was absurd. It was like sixty something percent. Uh, like high. At 50s. one point, at one point, he was high fifties. I don't know if that ended okay. up sticking okay. out but he did make the most threes in the preseason yeah knew that uh, with 19 i think so yeah so like you know trey man's like taking a big step poku has appeared to take a big step in terms of like just really like finding a role and like playing that role which you know there's a few players that i would have liked to see you know take that step as well but um and then you know you look at guys like you know just guys that are gonna do all the things that nobody else wants to do the intangible plays like the winning plays like jeremiah robinson earl aaron wiggins kenrish williams like we even got to see uh, k rich play in the preseason like that guy like has a positive effect on games and of course our boy mike muscala is going to come in there and knock down two threes a game on about 12 minutes a game so like i i think we got a lot of pieces in there that you know, A, have all improved, but, like, B, you know, it's just another year of them being together. Like, aside from the three rookies we're bringing in, and, you know, I think Santa's going to get rotation minutes right off the bat, and if Uzman doesn't start with rotation minutes, I don't think it's going to be too long until he is in the rotation. Jalen Williams, I'm a little bit questionable about, you know, where the minutes are for him at this point in time, but, you know, with the exception of those guys, this is a team that's played together for – a year if not a couple years now with a bunch you know with a bunch of the players on the roster so just another year of continuity another year playing in Mark Dagnall's system another year of like really buying into what he's preaching in terms of defensively like this team is just gonna like the chemistry and the competency of it all and you know the better players that we've been able to acquire in the draft that to surround our guys with I I, I don't see any way where we don't take a step in terms of, you know, our, our record goes like, I, I think whenever uh, we had Chet, uh, I think I said uh, we was going to win 32, 33 games. I was right there where Jerry was with, with Chet, like, you know, cause I, I thought Chet was that big of a difference maker, but even without him, I think we still got the pieces to not make noise. Like, I don't think we're going to be battling for the play in personally. Like, I think that the Spurs and jazz are probably going to finish under us in the West, but you know, we'll be right there in that uh, 13, 12 range in the reverse standings or not reverse standings, but in the actual standings for the West. But yeah, I I'm, I'm sticking with 29 wins. So definitely over. Like, I, I feel like the 23 and a half, like it's, it's kind of easy to have it. Like if we, if we got 24 wins last year with all the injuries we had, like you would, you would have to like intentionally, like, like 
it would have to be egregious for us to hit the under or like we would just have to have like terrible luck for us to hit the under this year. So that's kind of my thing. And also I, I don't know that they're going to sit Shea this year. Like they might sit some of the other guys, but I think that with all the conversation um, around, you know, the media and everything about Shea and like the perception of the fans and also just Shea, because, you know, we know the guy loves the hoop. And, you know, he's talked about how much he hates not getting, getting to play the game of basketball. And that's why he worked so hard to be ready for opening night. Uh, I think it's going to be hard to keep him off the court unless he's, like, legitimately hurt. Like, you know, there's no, like, you just take it easy on this. Like, the year prior to last year, he hurt his ankle, and it was bad enough he couldn't represent Canada in the FIBA games. Um, this past year... He was probably, you know, there's probably something there, but he he probably could have gone with it. But uh, I think this year might be a different story. But yeah, I'm going with 29 wins there. Um, and we are joined by another member of the unit. Good Without God. further ado, could people show up on damn time sometimes? Like Jesus Lord. Christ. Lord. Hey, I've I've shown I've shown up on time for the past <laughs> year. I don't want to hear that. You do not make me bring up the year before that, okay? Because I will. I all right. Not, I do not want to hear that. I had to go to the chiropractor all last. How you doing, Jerry? Because of the year before. Are you drinking a clubby over there or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a Waterloo, man. It's a Waterloo. Oh, okay. Never mind. Alex, man, we're just we just went around the table talking about our uh, yeah. We just went around the table talking about our record predictions. Um, in terms of wins go, uh, we've. Uh, okay. Jerry picked. Jerry picked. Uh, what are you sticking with, Jerry? Thirty-three. I'm gonna stick with my thirty-three number. Absolute ceiling. Like thirty-five is what he said. I, I said, so yeah. I said, it's increased to thirty-five. Yeah, and I said we might screw around and get thirty-five if everyone stays healthy. Tyranny's low end was twenty-one, high end twenty-seven, and then I just went just straight twenty-nine. So, what are you thinking, Alex Roig? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I think we're gonna go thirty and fifty-two. Okay, you cut out the first part, but I heard it when you repeated it, so I appreciate you repeating. Kind of low end. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna do thirty and fifty-two. I don't I don't do a high end, low end. Like you know, this season's gonna play out how this season's gonna play out. So thirty and fifty-two, baby. I like it. I like it. Got, got a lot of varieties in our predictions, so I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. Fellas, I asked this to Tyler Parker in our last podcast, uh, kind of moving on to the next thing. You know, we've got a promising young roster. Obviously, we've got some players that have star potential, all-star potential, whatever you want to call it. Um, if I was to ask you guys if any of our Thunder players are going to win any kind of any kind of awards, whether that's individual, you know, the MVP, MIP, all that, Coach of the Year for Dagnall, all NBA honors, all rookie honors, all defense honors, all star or rookie of the month, player of the month type of thing. Who would be your pick? And I'm going to start with Alex because he just jumped in here. Damn, putting me on the spot. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so all star possibilities, of course, SGA. Yes. Um, you know, um, Whatchamacallit? Rookie Rookie of the Month. 
I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna predict two for Jalen Williams, Santa. Okay, J Dub. Yes. Ooh. Alex no, did whatever, it. Man. He I, said Santa before no. J Dub. <laughs> I win. Hold, hold your cockles. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like you're Laris and you saw feet. Calm down there. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Get your hand out of your robe, Dylan. Okay, get your hand out of your robe right now. <laughs> So okay, so 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 J Dub two uh, two rookie of the month, um, and I'm going to say he's not going to win it, uh, but I do think that Trey Man gets strong consideration for Sixth Man of the Year. Okay, I don't know, I don't know if he'll be top three, but at the end of the day, I think he might be top five. I like it. I like it. Bold. I'm I'm with it. All right, what you got, Tyranny? I was trying to look up um, while he was talking the odds for all of the awards. I know I looked up the most improved player at one point. I think CJ or Shay is um, like I want to say sixth or seventh. He's uh, always like, in there in the in the yeah. preseason odds. Yeah, I think Halliburton and Ant are the top for that. Which I mean, makes if, sense. If if yeah, if they actually do what they're expected to do i'd see that um i did like the uh the all-star pick i think that's like our most likely um Mm -hmm. award to see because i think we all had a strong argument for him last year um he just missed um last year the year prior though white absolutely should have been an all-star well, I thought last year too, wasn't he? Or what, am I thinking of two years ago when it was like Book and Shay? I think I think you're thinking about post All Star break, like post All Star break. Yeah, post All Star, yeah, he was playing like an All Star. Okay, I thought there was a. I thought somebody got hurt and then like Booker took a spot, and we thought it should have been Shay, but I'm I'm probably. Uh, Conley uh, got in the All Star game two years ago because somebody got COVID, and it was okay. like. That should have been Shay spot. Conley just got a legacy. It was two years ago. Okay, yeah, I was. I thought of, I remember some somebody swapped out late, but yeah, this year I think, I think uh, Shay is going to be what we think Shay is. He should be an all star. Um, and then I don't, I don't really think there'll be any other year end awards. Uh, rookie of the month, I could see or yeah. I haven't seen enough of of the Jalen's yet to know if I if if uh, I could even see that. So I don't want to make that prediction just because Alex did. Um, <laughs> I do. I do think that and this is not really your question, but um, the most excited rookie for me or most excited for see. I didn't say that correctly. I am most excited to see Usman out of all the rookies that we got this year. Um, Jang gang, baby. Yeah, Jang gang. I, I think, I don't know why I'm most excited. I just, I don't know, like his his play style, I think is just more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he's in a rookie of the month caliber yet, because I, I honestly did not watch most of the preseason. But once we kick things into gear and we see him get a few minutes here and there, I'll, you know, maybe be able to make that decision. But he's like the rookie I'm looking at. And then, you know, I love me some Trey man train. I hope 
he's he's in that conversation. I think when I looked at the odds for six man of the year, he wasn't any anywhere that high. But you know uh, that doesn't necessarily mean sleeping. anything. Um, oh, it's right here actually. Uh, yeah, he's not even. I'm going to scroll a bit. Let me just control F this son of a gun. There he is. Plus 8,000 right now. Um, so not super high, but he's there. there. He's, he's there. He's on the board. And that matters. Uh, Camarillo Anthony is plus 10,000. He doesn't even have a team. He doesn't even, he's not even on the team. That's, that's some good <laughs> odds. odds there, on a team before this and you started. could. And you can go bet Carmelo Anthony for plus 10,000 on betonline.ag. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, uh, I could see him or if, I guess I was going to say like Lou Dora, but he's going to be starting the whole year. So that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I don't really have any like hot takes on that. I think just Shea is an all-star and Shea for, you know, in the conversation for most improved would probably be my two big ones. And then let's see how the Jane gang works out. And we'll talk later about rookie of the month conversations. Who knows? Speaking of, speaking of Jane gang, mm-hmm. random tweet today from Andrew Yang talking about Oklahoma city is going to get, you know, Victor Wimbyama and, you know, they're going to pair together to be the weirdest front court ever with him and Chet. That was a weird tweet. I don't I didn't know Andrew Yang. The politician guy uh, was plugged yeah, into yeah. the NBA. Oh, so yeah, I, did, I didn't even know uh-huh. who it was. I saw yeah, the tweet. A, I just didn't know who he was. He's a politician. He's a politician. He he kind of went for the Democratic uh, presidential nomination, you know, back oh, in yeah. 2020. Um, of course, he didn't get it, but, you know, he ran in there. Huh. Um, and, yeah, it was just kind of a random, what the hell? Okay. You know, when beyond the <laughs> chat, and talking about Oklahoma City. All right, good. <laughs> Yang knows this ball. is a very this is a very weird tweet. I just found it. It's like it's a very like politician tweet where he's just like NBA season kicks off. Who's your favorite to win the East? And then who's your favorite to win the West? And it's like a thread for both of those. And then the last part of the thread is like, by the way, Oklahoma City gonna get win by Who knows? And it's just like, all right, cool. <laughs> I like it. I'm not <laughs> saying that. literally that's so the funny. only reason why that tweet even caught legs is because people. Like our fan base literally just searches OKC Thunder throughout oh, Twitter man. and just dogpiles everything that's out there, and it's the greatest thing ever. It's got it's got thirty four uh, retweets. The other ones have like ten. Yeah, occupy so. Thunder Twitter. Yeah, so we yeah. we we definitely run Twitter. So um, and yeah, Ag- hopefully we aggregation do. baby aggregation. Gotta love it. Yep. Gotta get Jerry, let's let's hear your picks, man. Yeah, Lou Dort, all defensive team. Um. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Not even just one of them. I don't care. Um, I think that this year specifically, I think Giddy might F around and make an all NBA team, depending on his full season stats. What? Um, like, Her. like oh, that's very, dang, very spicy. Son. But if, if this kid comes out and averages like 15, 10 and, and 10, which he's capable of doing, especially with this group around him now that can actually shoot. Um, I mean, we have some snipers around us now. Um, the offense Carol- looks Carolina like, Reaper hot. Yeah. Well, I, I think that he could screw around and, and have that happen. Or this was a two piecer with, with Giddy. 
Mm. It's either I'm way off on that or he messes around in Australia and New Zealand. They form up a union um, along with all of us Oklahoma City Thunder fans, and we get him into a all-star game. Um, so those are my very, very, very spicy takes. Um, I think that Lou Dort's probably the more realistic one. Um, Shea all-star game. I think Canada does this right this year. Um, I think Trey Mann being in the running for six man of the year is probably something that could happen. And maybe MIP uh, with that also. Uh, rookie of the month, I got to go with who you guys said already. I think Santa's like literally the the perfect type of ball player to win that. Um, and then um, I would say that's probably about it. I don't think there's mm-hmm. a lot, but I just really wanted to get spicy with Josh Giddy real quick. Well, I'm glad you brought back the all-star things. I was like, are you saying Giddy's going to make an all-NBA team without making an all-star team? Yeah, well, and, and even <laughs> then, like, that was just super, super out there. But I think that he's – I mean, just looking at his shot, looking at the way that he just kind of controlled preseason um, – I mean, he's what in were, literal preseason shooting numbers because that's I like don't to even me care. It's the not big even, thing for him. No, it doesn't even matter because he impacts the game in so many different facets. And that's yeah, but I to be all NBA, I mean, no, you, gotta... you don't need to. No, you know what kind of turds have made all NBA teams before? <laughs> like literally, Guards? yes. What cards have he's shot twenty six percent last year from three? Sir, mm, we play positions as basketball. Yeah over here in Oklahoma city. I don't know if you've been watching, but we don't have just guards. Okay. We're, we're everything at one time. Um, I'm trying to see his preseason. What did he shoot? Um, it was a lot better than last year. I can tell you that. I think he shot uh, around 40% for the yeah. preseason. Yeah. It was a hell of a lot better. Um, oh yeah. He shot 53% from three on three shots a game. It's yeah. pretty good. Small yeah. sample size, but you know, still, I mean, Still. he shot 40% last year from preseason and ended up shooting 26. So if you think about the regression there, I'd say he's like, <laughs> if lucky, high 30s. Well, and he also hey, what did he from... shoot from the line, Danny? Is it? Do you have that? Up? Oh, he shot 63%. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not good. I didn't Chip, notice that until you mentioned he's it. still got to work on it, Chip. <laughs> he's got some free throws. He's got to shoot. Yeah. He's getting a lot of rebounds right now, okay? And they're coming out of the net. So y'all leave my boy alone over there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to... I'm gonna. Uh, finish up with mine um a lot of the things you guys said i mean you guys covered a lot of different ones so um i'm, I'm just going to echo a lot of those but in terms of like my own original ones um i think me and Kona have both been on this uh i think shay has an outside shot at getting uh that third team all nba nod um you know obviously he would be an all-star at this point and if he's on the all nba team but um i think that you know, this being his first full off season since he's been a member of the Thunder um, and, you know, him just talking about how he's been working on his off ball game, you know, so he's been able to, so he'll be able to play off Josh Giddy better. And, you know, that's how like the next evolution to his scoring ability. Um, I, I mean, I, I think we could, I'm not saying dude's going to mess around and score 30 points a game, but I'm saying like it's within the realm of possibility uh, if he truly, uh, you know, takes that step this year so yeah I, my like bold one is shay in the all-star or in all nba um but yeah everything you guys said like trey man could be in the mix with that lou dort in the mix for all defensive team um Jalen williams santa 
um, a couple of rookie of the months here and there. I could see that. Uh, but my final take is I think that both Santa and ooze are on all rookie teams by the end of the year. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So that, that'll, that'll be mine as, as captain of the Jane gang, it would, it would feel not right to say that. So yeah, I'm all aboard that ship. <laughs> all right. I like it. Um, all right, boys. Well, that is, uh, that's that's all I had for Thunder. Let's get into our season predictions for NBA league wide stuff. So, um, you know, the individual awards. We got MVP. We got most improved player. We got rookie of the year, uh, sixth man of the year, coach of the year. There's something else that I'm missing. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, defense uh, player of the year. Yeah, the what of the year? Defensive player of the year. Oh, and uh, executive of the year too. Oh yeah, of course. The one we, the one everyone always talks. About. Yeah, that's the one I wait for every single. Season. I was like, I mean, that's that's an award, but you know, we usually don't make predictions on that. But you know, that's cool. We can do it. Here, I'll make um, it easy for us. Sam Presti. There you go. Done. What? That's crazy. What a take. All right, I like it. Okay, so um, let, let's start. Let's start out um, with the one that people probably least care about, and that's Coach of the Year. Um. I'm going to start with Jerry on this one. Jerry, who's your pick for Coach of the Year in the NBA this year? And guess, why is it Ime Adoka? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did nothing wrong. It was good. Yeah, I have a very spicy take. I'm going to go with Darvin Ham. Mm. Okay. Jerry said, I'm just saying it, dropping the mic, and moving on. I like it. Okay. Okay, I'm with it. Uh, Alex, let's go to you, man. Uh, Doc Rivers. Mm, okay, we'll we'll fill the action. <laughs> which is which is which is off to a great start already. Yeah, Doc Rivers. He's got the worst record in the NBA right now. Yeah, and he screwed up my parlay today. Owen so. one. Yeah, he's on my SL right now. It's a horrible take. And he's got the gravelliest voice of all time. So, okay. I like it. Uh, Tierney, what about you? Uh, so on Twitter, <laughs> I put a spicy take out there that Minnesota is going to be top three in the West. So I have to go with uh, their head coach because that would make sense. Uh, so I'm going Finch, I think. Uh, yes. Who it is. Whoever the coach is. I don't really care. Yeah. I um, Cone... Cone at first, like immediately after the trade, projected the, or predicted them to be number one in the West. He since backed off and put them behind the number nugget. Yeah, yeah he he still has them at number two in the West though. So you're not alone. I'm, I'm yeah. I I think I don't know. I just some like everyone thinks the the Gobert cat thing's not going to be great, but I think it actually will. Like defensively, I don't think people are going to know what to do with them. It's gonna be terrible. What are you talking about? No, I think it's I think it's gonna work. I think I think teams work. No, no, it's it's either gonna be great and and amazing, right? And I'll I'll say this, right? It's either gonna be one of the greatest things that we've ever seen, or it's it's gonna be be really bad. Yeah, yeah, really bad. It's Um, gonna we're gonna know immediately, but I think I'm just going on gut and I'm gonna say it's gonna be like really good and like maybe eventually. Like down the line, they figure out how to do it. But like when these the first half of the season, I don't think anyone's going to know like how to scheme for it because it's just a defensive nightmare. So yeah, and, and I just it's a, it's good too because like Cat can now like 
spread the floor like he couldn't really do when he was and the Gobert can just clog up the lane like he always does. So yeah, yeah but if he's if he's the one in the lane now, then if he's the one in the lane now, then they've got Cat on the perimeter, and it's like I just, I just don't believe in it. I'm sorry, I never will. I, <laughs> I think, hate I hate I think Rudy Gobert. Work. I think he's one of the most overrated players that we've ever seen in the last couple of years on the offensive end. Right? Yeah, I think def- like, not, I don't think offensively is that. Yeah, yes, I think defensively but, he's great. Right, yeah. but anywho. No. But that's, they don't need they don't need offense on that that roster. They've got D'Lo and Ants and Cat. Like you just you just need a defensive anchor, and that's what they got. And you lost Pat Beverly, who was literally probably the guy that anchored that whole thing down. So well, they got Jay McDaniels, though. Like I mean, I think he's yeah. They take- yeah. I just don't think it's the same, man. I, I I think a lot of people don't get Pat Beverly, and I and I cannot believe I'm saying this out loud right now. <laughs> no, I know but, what you're, I know oh what you mean. Gosh. We don't like Pat Beverly. We got Kevin Durant does. defending Russell Westbrook, and now Jerry's defending. I know. I'm, oh my like, god. It, it's crazy to me but like the dude is a winner like no matter where he goes he has something about him that yeah he's he's a good he's a devil at work on this podcast (laughs) yeah he's a good like team team uh glue guy like he he just has that like camaraderie so i get what you're saying but gobert anchors the defense in like a different way than pat does so i don't know maybe it doesn't work we'll see but i i'm I'm just gonna go off of on a limb and say I think it's gonna be very successful, and teams aren't gonna know how to scheme for it, and it's gonna give Chris Finch basically a free Coach of the Year award. Yeah, hack right. a go bear. That's what you do. <laughs> I like it. Well, uh, my my pick for a Coach of the Year is gonna be JB Bickerstaff out of Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, obviously mm-hmm. they added Donovan That's Mitchell. They were in the play-in uh, hunt last year. They had one of the best records um, before uh, they suffered an injury with Jared Allen. Um, I think, you know, another year of that core with uh, – oh, and also Evan Mobley got hurt. But another year of that core with uh, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. And then you got other pieces like Donovan Mitchell, Karis LeVert, Kevin Love still there. I think Ricky Rubio is coming off the bench. Like, they've they've got pieces on pieces at that team. So um, I, I could see them making in, in the regular season, especially I can see them like really mm-hmm. making a lot of noise. So yeah, I'm going to go JD, JB Bickerstaff. Great pick. Jalen. <laughs> great pick. Great pick. You got, we just have some good picks all around. Yeah. I, I could legitimately see any of them. Well, except Darvin Ham. I'm just kidding. Darvin, Darvin Ham, I think is going to do a good job. How's that game going by the way? I'm not watching it right now. I'm I think it's 23 to 22. Okay. Ooh. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Did Russ start? Yeah, he did. No. Oh, okay. oh, I thought he. I thought I heard he was coming off the bench. That was just preseason. No, no, no. That was just oh, they, okay. just, they just. I guess. I guess the explanations. They just wanted to see how it looked. So yeah, um, see but, how he does yeah. with the second team. All right, boys. Let's move into rookie of the year, and I'm going to kick it to Alex while I go get my charger. Um. Hmm. So. Easy pick, of course, would have been Chet, but Ooh. Seattle happened. Um, so I'm gonna go with Seattle. Paolo Bancaro. I think he's Boo. he's gonna have ample opportunity in Orlando. Um, and I think Orlando is looking for that savior, and they're gonna give him ample opportunities. He's gonna be the green light, um, and so he's gonna have a couple like you know he's gonna have plenty of twenty plus point games this season. Um, and so I think. And, and when it comes to when it comes to rookie of the year, it's usually all about scoring. You know, it's all about who scored the most. 
Um, and so I think Paolo's going to take it. Yeah, Paolo makes sense. He's he's probably I, – I don't have the odds in front of me. I'm, I'm sure Tierney could look it up as I go to Jerry, but I'm pretty sure Paolo's probably the odds-on favorite. Um, That's why I said boo, because he's the heavy odds-on favorite. <laughs> I wanted something spicier. I like it. All right, Jerry, what, what about you? What are you thinking? Uh, I, I'm going to go Jabari Smith. I think that he makes the most sense. I think he'll have a lot of opportunity on that team um, to to go put the ball in the basket. And they're gonna they're kind of like where we're at, where we were at, where it's just like, all right, do whatever the hell you want. Let's just lose a bunch of games and try to look good while we're doing it and develop a little bit more. So I think he has some opportunity there. So Jabari Smith. I think the okay. sophomore of the year is going to be Jalen Green. <laughs> He's looked yeah. very good this this uh, preseason. No, it's going to be Josh Giddy. <laughs> Again, scoring wise, <laughs> doesn't matter when you when you get a triple double. All right, Tuna, what you got? Uh, I was between two spicier uh, players. Um, my first was Jaden Ivy and. Part of the thinking is because Detroit is supposed to be a pretty decent team. Like they're supposed to be the the team in the East that's going to make the big step up to like not championship contender, but like serious playoff contender instead of just like barely making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think teams like that, if they have a rookie that is like a key component of it, then not only are they playing well, but they've got the national spotlight on them. So you could see why rookie of the year could be like, you know, in their favor. Um, the other one, which was a little spicier, uh, was I always can't pronounce his last name. Is it Benedict Mathurin? Mathurin. Oh, yeah. Mathurin. It's always the one I don't say. Um, he was the other one kind of, not for the same reason. Um, Indiana is going to be like, I guess, okay. Um, I don't know. They're kind of in rebuild mode. but oh, Yeah, they're going to be bad. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the East, if not the worst team in the East. Okay, so then that actually helps because that was sort of the opposite. Like, I'm, I'm contradicting myself when I say this, but, like, since they're a bad team, he's going to get more minutes with Halliburton. And so he could put up numbers. And when I was looking up the NBA predictions for the rookie of the year, when I saw his name, the first thing I remembered was if you guys remember, do you guys remember when he was at TCU and he like, when they played TCU and he just like obliterated the rim? No, but yes. But after the game and he like flirted with that cheerleader, do you guys remember that? No, 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 now, now I have he to flirted. He was like flirting with the TCU cheerleader, and it made this whole big thing on Twitter. And it, it was, it was bananas. I and so it was kind of like a baller move. And so I was like, he's got swag. So <laughs> I love it. All right, I think, hey. but 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 I think that I'm not going to use that. I think I'm going to go Jaden Ivy. I'm well, going to go that route. Well, see, I think it's a good bit because that's who I was going to say. Benedict well, you can have that. There you go. Yeah, you I got mean, for, that one. For all the reasons you said, man, like if the Pacers do anything, like if they achieve 
in like any fashion, it's going to be because of two names. It's going to be Tyrese Halliburton and Benedict Matherin. And we've already seen in the preseason, like what kind of animal Matherin is um, in, in, in the game of basketball. Like obviously like his athleticism speaks for itself. He's got great defensive potential. He's a phenomenal slasher and finishing at the rim. Uh, he's got a lot of shooting potential. And I think that playing with Tyrese Halliburton and, you know, a, a guy with such creation skills like Halliburton, just going to get him easy looks and easy shots. Uh, I, I think Matherin can really thrive. So, yeah, if I'm going against Graham, like, Paolo's, like, the favorite. Like, Paolo's probably going to win this award. But, like, if I was picking somebody else, I would definitely go Benedict Matherin. Um, I do like Keegan Murray, though. I just don't think he's going to be, like, the focus on offense. So, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be my thing with uh, Keegan Murray. Good old Keegs. Good old Keegs, baby. Keegs. All right. Let's uh let's get into six man of the year. And we're we'll start, start with tyranny this time. I'm trying to switch it around on y'all. Uh this one I'm looking I'm looking at what the options are, and I don't like what I see because the top, let me get a full list here. Maybe that'll help me. Ooh, I got one. Okay. So, top two odds on favorites. Jordan Poole and Tyler Hero. That's I know that guy. probably obvious. Yeah, we know those guys. I don't think either one of those players are going to be coming off the bench at the end of the year. I think they're both starters. Like, I don't know I mean, how... Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole started this game, so... Oh, did he really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't see how Jordan Poole is going to, like, they just paid him and they just paid Tyler Hero. I don't know how you justify them coming off the bench the whole year. That said, there have been years in the past where I was livid that a player got six man of the year when it seemed like they started more games than they should have. I think, like, Lou Williams. Yeah. Was, was one of those back in the day. So who knows? Maybe that doesn't even matter. But I'm just going to go off of that thought of like, I don't think either one of those are going to be actually bench players. The next like four on the list are just boring picks. It's like Christian Wood, Norman Powell, and Malcolm Brogdon. And they're just like the most vanilla picks ever. So I'm going to go down the list and I'm going to pick the spicier one, which is a player at plus 2200 right now. He's a player we all love. He's been with us before. He's James Harden. He's he started tonight, Tyranny. Started tonight for the Lakers. His name is Russell Wilson. No, oh, Russell God. Westbrook. Sorry. <laughs> Russell West Westbrook. Yo, I watched Monday just, Night Football yesterday. Just Sorry. get out. Just get out. Russell right now. Wilson. <laughs> get out. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Oh. Oh is going to be on the bench at some point. You're going to have to in call my manager from now I, I on tell you. before contacting me. <laughs> I'm getting like tired. As, if you can't tell, I'm getting very tired. It's getting late. So Russell Westbrook. What, if, if there's anybody that is more polarizing than Russell Westbrook, it's currently Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. his yeah. star has completely, right, like, woo. <laughs> 
Yeah, but Mr. No. What, what, what's that other? What's Mr. That other Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Oh my! Have you guys God, seen that? So uh, have you guys seen his like Subway commercial? The dangerous sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Just bananas, dude. No, so no. crazy. Anyway, um, so Russell Westbrook is who I meant to say, and I think he'll be on the bench eventually. Sort mm-hmm. of be like a mellow situation where he doesn't want to be, but I think he will. Who me? And <laughs> who me? Yeah. And so spicy take. I'm just I, I who who among us would rather take freaking Norman Powell for six man of the year? That's so boring. Russell Russell Westbrook. Oh my god, you did it again. <laughs> Sorry, I got it's just they have yeah. the same W. They Westbrook. do. Yeah, well, it's funny you said that. You know, those that three of those names were boring because I was actually going to say Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, we saw tonight already. It's so boring. I mean, we saw tonight already the the impact that he has off the bench. Like, I I said that the Celtics like basically won the offseason being able to acquire Malcolm Brogdon and not have to sacrifice their nine man rotation and just mm-hmm. like immediately add him onto their team. And it don't matter if it's Ime Adoka. Uh, Joe Mazzula or Chelsea Hunting, you're coaching the Boston Celtics. Like, if you have that kind of roster out there, like, they're going to go out there and produce. So, yeah, I'm going back and Brogdon, man. Chelsea could, I bet Chelsea could get them to like 50 wins. Uh, I'll tell you what, they would be nice and conditioned. She would make them run. Yeah. And that's, that was my pick, was Malcolm Brogdon, but I'm so stupid high on him and have been for since he was in college. I love that kid. Yep. His name's Malcolm. It's just, I don't know. I know Cone would appreciate it because, you know, UVA alum. So true. All right. What about you, Alex? So I was incorrect. Jordan Poole did not start. I thought he did. Ah. So really? I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the $140 million man with the black eye. The pool party. Jordan, Do you actually think party. he's going to, he's not going to start the rest of the end of the season? I mean, he didn't when they won a championship. So, so I, I definitely think I he's going to be. See, I, I think it's, I think with the Warriors, it's a respect factor, and I think as long as Clay is on that team, mm-hmm. Clay will right. start. But doesn't mean that Clay is going to finish. Um, so if Clay is having Game Six Clay moments, Clay is going to stay in there for the most part. But I think Jordan but, but Poole don't is, you is both start. Like, don't you think Clay could be the three? Uh, that's that's uh, Wiggins' spot. Yeah. Well then, take off Wiggins. I think I think Pool is. Oh, no, like Wiggins gives you so much they more. Don't the finals without Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, right on the yeah. defensive I, end, I like I like Pool over Wiggins. I, that's just all all star star all star starter. No, that's not an all star, dude. He's not an all star. BS. Yeah, I mean, um, he literally was an all star, and he was a starter. Yeah, no, he was. because he's with the Warriors. That's literally the only that. reason why. Yeah. Good God. Alex is like, don't get mad at me. I'm just telling I know. you. I get, don't I, even I, say I agree. it. I'm just giving you I mean, I agree he's not going to start over Clay, but I, I just think like, like even if you put Wiggins at like the four, like like Wiggins at the four, Draymond at the five or something crazy like I don't that. Think I, don't it, know. I don't think it matters. Like, like the Warriors culture is so much like San Antonio's culture where it didn't, it didn't really matter to those guys. Like, as long as they got paid and as long as they got championships, they're yeah. like, you can play me wherever, and I'll, I'll go ahead and, and do it. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Another Hang pick that would have been fun for six man of the year is uh, Bones Highland for Denver, with Jamal Murray coming back mm-hmm. and, you know, Bones going to the bench. Fantastic, know, we know the dude. guy can get some get some buckets. So, um, And, you know, Denver's going to be up there near the top of the West. So 
I can see Bones making some noise there too. All right, let's uh, let's move on into uh, most improved player and uh, casting my hat in for Shea Gilles Alexander like I do every year, and I will let somebody else speak now. And I popcorn Jerry. Um, I am going to go with. Oh man, who's due finally? Um, let's go with. Uh, man, I cannot think of anybody right now. Let's go. I mean, with, literally, he's he's I on got, our team, and you and you have a you have a love interest for him. Like, I can just say no. mine real quick while Jerry's mm. Jerry's thinking. What? I I'm going I'm, I'm going on my Minnesota rant, uh, train again. I'm just gonna pick Ant. That's not a bad pick. I I'm like kind of torn because I think that. Zion would have a case there, especially, you know, on yeah, how he, he ends up playing. So Zion, um, I just, I, I realistically, I just don't see anybody from our team winning one of those awards by the end of the season, unfortunately. So I'll, I'll go mean, with if, Zion. If Josh Giddy messes, messes around and yeah, yeah, gives us the stats yeah. that you, yeah, uh, no, I, you does. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was Giddy the other does thing, too. if his shooting's better. Yeah. No, I mean, but that just, the media hates us. We already know this. We're not going to get voted for that. So Andrew Yang does not hate us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe literally Andrew Yang is a vote. Hold on, I'm, Yang, I'm Yang, into Yang, politics. Baby. Yang, Yang, and I've heard Yang, that guy's Yang. name three times in my whole life. So he's really not that important. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll go with Zion or Giddy. Uh, th- this will be fun. Um, except uh, everybody can guess except Tyrion, because I know Tyrion already has the odds uh, up on here. So. Um, there are four players in front of Lugan Stewart that are on the Thunder that have better odds to win most improved for him. Can you guess who they are? SGA. I actually yep. have these odds up. Giddy. Yeah, yep. the top man. five. So Trey Man. No Trey Man. No. Um, most improved. Mm-hmm. Um, Poku. 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 Yeah. I That's actually, I actually don't have them up. Last one you'll never get. Darius Baisley? No. Oh, oh hell it's, no. It's like uh oh Kenny. Is it Kenny Hustle? No. It's Kenny. Really? I don't, oh, I I don't see Kenny, but no. Uh I mean we, we got a bunch of chances to I choose. mean it, it can't so, so it can't be the rookies. Spots. It can't be the rookies. No. Lindy Waters? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lindy. Uh, um I'm just oh, gonna Isaiah let you guys Joe. get it, man. Isaiah Joe. Oh, Jer- Jerry, what? Jerry. Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe? What? Yep. What the hell? Plus 8,000 right there with Poku. Who did he play for last year? Nobody. He, he literally didn't play, though. So What was his yeah. stat line? Isaiah but Joe. he was on the roster. There wasn't like, one. 2.6 points a game. Yeah. Somebody oh, yeah. He was balling. 3.7 points a game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, literally if he scores nine points a game, that's a hell of an improvement. Mm-hmm. Statistically, that's more improvement yeah. than a lot of other people. That's a three hundred percent improvement right there. So. You can't argue with the numbers. Hashtag right. advanced stats. I like it. Back. All right, let's get into the fun ones. Defensive player of the year. Hey, hey, I, I did. Oh, did I not I get did. you? I thought you said get him. I thought good, Alex. No, he doesn't know. Uh, Jalen Green. <laughs> ah, yeah. Get that out. That tracks with what you were saying. Well, it's like, <laughs> get here's out. My thing. Here's my thing, man. Like number one. Oh, Adam, hey, you, you know. You know, you know, during that draft cycle, uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Green, you know, we fell in love with him real quick, especially that's that's when we started talking with the no ceilings guys, and they were yeah. like, Yo, 
Jalen Green is the guy. And so we, you know, we saw flashes of it last year. We know he he struggled a little bit with shooting with efficiency. Um, but you know, once the thing with the thing with great scores in the in the NBA, their rookie years, they have to adjust to the speed. They have to adjust to the strength, you know, to the to the strength of the game. Physicality. And I yeah, and I think and I think he he has gone into the lab this offseason. <laughs> and I think I think he's gonna be good, man. I, I think he's gonna be real good. He's probably gonna be somebody that gets out of bed and scores twenty five points a game easily yep. in the NBA. No, I can definitely see that. And, you know, just just like Shea had his stretch right after the All-Star game, uh, Jalen Green also had a really good stretch there at the end, which mm-hmm. catapulted yeah, him into – I think he was first-team All-Rookie, was he not? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think like, he, he won, was not he won playing those last two. He won those last two uh, Rookie of the Month. Rookie of the Month, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, he's, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, he's up there with, like uh, – um, why am I blanking? John Morant on, like – the most fun players to watch. He's awesome. Yeah. All right. I like it. All right. Now let's jump into defensive player of the year picks. And uh, so I want Jerry there first. Alex just talked. So let's go to Tierney. Tierney, you'll start. So I had to double check a couple things because uh, if Rudy Gobert did not, if Rudy Gobert did win last year, I was going to go with Giannis because I don't think like for some reason we don't like picking back to back anything anymore, even though he did win it back to back like four or five years ago, but Marcus Mart won. So I think they're going to give it to Rudy Gobert again, sticking with the Minnesota hype train, Rudy Gobert. Easy. He's okay. the odds on favorite. So it's not that exciting, but I think he's going to win it. All right. about you, Alex? Uh, I'm going to go with a little bit of a, of a redemption tour for uh, for Giannis this year. I'm going to go Giannis, defensive player of the year. Okay. Plus a thousand, good odds. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. Uh, not watching the game, seeing what's happening right now. But speaking of redemption tour, I think Anthony Davis is going to come back with a vengeance this year, and I think he's going to be the deep boy if he's healthy. Yeah. If he stays healthy, <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. man. Just watch, just watching a little bit of this game. That uh, Dante DiVincenzo pickup for Golden State is such a sneaky good move. Yeah, I wanted him, dude. Like he, uh, he can hoop. Hate that. You know, you know who is a good bang for your buck if you're um, like an, a betting man is Kawhi. Kawhi, he's already won it multiple times, and he's plus two thousand eight hundred. Right now, I don't think he's gonna play enough games. I think he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be on the rest plan and play about 60, 65 games. Yeah, I, I think they'll. You don't think that's enough for deep his load? Nah, sixty-five. I, yeah. I think he might sit more than that, honestly. Yeah, just because, probably. like, I mean, it does. We've barely does seen Kawhi feel... play basketball in two years. I know, yeah, but that's why I'm I'm thinking. I was thinking this year the Clippers were gonna be like, this is our year, and we're gonna we're gonna like start PG and Kawhi a little bit more, but I was just based off of my own assumptions. So who knows? And I was going to go with Paul George this year. I think that he Ooh, has nice. it in him and he's, Oh, okay. I, I, I think that team, I mean, we'll get there later on, but I, I think that team's it right now. Okay. Yeah. What is Paul George? He's uh plus 10,000. He's African-American. Same yeah, he's, ads he's... as Lugan. Or, wow. Same ads, same odds as Lugan Stewart. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Yep. I actually surprised. 
high, but it's also because we're OKC, so that's probably why. Also, just want to throw in a couple shout out um, dark horse picks. Scotty Barnes, if the Raptors take the next step, I could see him there. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the same vein, you know, I already picked JB Bickerstaff for the Cavaliers. I think Evan Mobley could also make some noise there on that mm-hmm. front. Okay. 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 Plus 2,200. That's a good pick. All right. Let's go to Ben, ben Simmons is way too high. 2,200. <laughs> we just haven't seen him play. He, we don't know. Yeah. If he's, I don't, he's not even going to play basketball. I don't even think. No, nah, I mean, he's he's gonna play. We just don't know if he's at that level. I don't. Right now. I don't believe. I I'll believe he plays when I see it. To be honest. All right, here we go. So MVP, our MVP picks, and uh, I'm gonna start with Jerry on this one. MVP. Oh man. Um. Golly, I I'm just stupid enough to go with a three peat for Giannis at this point. Like the the dude's in his prime. He's getting better and better. Yeah, okay. uh, three oh, for, for sorry, sorry. Three, oh, three out of four years is what I meant. I'm so sorry about that. Because he didn't he go back to back, and then Jokic got it last year, and then this and would back be to back. No, Jokic won the last two years. Yeah. Was it two, two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, that Jokic, Jokic, screwed me Jokic, up, so. Jokic, Giannis, Giannis. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it back over to Giannis at this point. I think that he's. <clears throat> And he's just he's just too good. It's stupid. He's way too good. Good. I respect it. Uh let's go to Tyranny on this one. Uh so just because I actually like Jerry's thought process because uh they actually never seem to give the MVP three times in a row. Little fun quiz because I've got this the information up here. When was the last time? And you can just give me the name. You don't have to give me the year. What was the last time somebody won MVP three years in a row? So Michael, Michael Jordan? Jordan? Yeah, it was Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that hard. <laughs> Nobody's won it three times in a row since then. Isn't that so like there? And it's that, interesting wasn't because. It like, wasn't it like 95 or 94, 95, 96, something like that? Uh, no, he actually didn't oh. win it 94. Um, that was Hakeem and Robinson. He won it. Um, oh, wait. No, he didn't actually win three times. No, it wasn't. It, this is, it's, it hasn't been done since like way back in the this day. Is, no, actually, nope. That, that was not the correct answer. I'm going to give you guys another chance. I yeah. thought it was Michael Jordan. I read, I read Magic Johnson as Michael Jordan because he snuck in there. It was either Oscar not. Robertson or Will. Yep. It was one of the two. Uh, nope. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Or Kareem. Nope. Yeah. Wow. Nope. Really? Same era George as Michael Mikan? Jordan. Same era oh. as Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Bird was Three the last years time. in a row. 80. I think 84, I heard this 85, and 86 was the last oh time God. somebody won back-to-back-to-back MVPs. It was Larry Bird. So not even Michael Jordan won three times in a row. Yeah. And LeBron has never won three times in a row. So, like, they he just do not, like... Though. Right, I know. Yeah. Like, that's... it, But that's what I'm saying. is like, they don't give it back-to-back-to-back. So the fact that Jokic is as high as he is statistic or historically is... You know, kind of interesting. So I'm not going to pick Jokic because of that. Um, I forgot who I was going to pick now. Who was? It? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I I went through all that deep dive and I forgot the name. Uh, I I do like Giannis, but he's going to pick Larry Bird. I, 
<laughs> yeah, Larry Bird. <laughs> He's going to come out of retirement. Um, I I think based off of the uh, like the storyline and because they like to, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like the MVP isn't anymore like who is the best player. It's like who's the best player with all the, also the best storyline. And the storyline is always like, either you're it's your first time or you're like a new upcoming player that's fun, like people enjoy watching or and you're on like a team that's like rising in the rankings and i think the person who meets all that criteria is the odds on favorite again and it's Doncic. i think luke is gonna win i think he's gonna have a he's already broken out in my opinion as like an elite player and so I think on top of that, I think the Mavs are going to make a step up. I think I've got them like fourth in my ranking, like right behind Minnesota. So I've got them right up there. And uh, they will be a title contender, all that jazz. And it'll be pretty much on the back of Luka. I mean, I, like he's he's their main guy, obviously. So um, I think I'm just going to pick the odds on favor on this one. Because uh, I, as much as Giannis is a good pick, I think because he's already won twice now and he's been in the league so long, I think people, it's sort of a fatigue. And so people want somebody new. So I'm going to say Luca. Okay. That's fair. Sorry about that. I dropped my headphones on the mic. So Catastrophe. Uh, uh, Alex, let's, uh, let's go to you, man. What, what are you thinking? So I'm going to take everything that you said, uh, Tierney, and I'm going to apply that to John Morant. Um, I think fair, fair. You know, I I think everything that you said about it, you know, a player, a young player that's on a rising team, um, I think that applies to to Memphis also. And so, John Morant, um, and also I think, you know, narrative wise, um, we've seen this big guy win the. You know, we've seen a big basically win the MVP award the last four years, and I, I think you know the narrative story wants to probably flip over to like. A smaller, more exciting player, somebody like Josh, somebody like Luca. Luca, even though Luca's like six foot eight, six foot nine, big guy, um, but he plays more guard, guard you know, wing oriented. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I'm going to go ahead and go with John Morant uh, winning MVP this year. Yeah, I, I think personally, there it's going to be like uh, Ja and Luca are going to be like there every year, like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, for the next five, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I'm going to take everything you guys just said and apply it to my pick, that being Jason Tatum, because, you know, mm. there's much ado about the whole Ime Adoka thing. And, mm. you know, obviously the finals is still ringing fresh in Jason Tatum's mind last year after completely dominating the playoffs. Like, it looked like he was about to take that next step into superstar and like that echelon where like Giannis and Jokic and Curry and all of them and LeBron are all in. Um, but, you know, he just kind of ran out of gas uh, there in, uh, in the finals. And I think that, you know, he went in the lab during the offseason. Like, he really worked on his conditioning. He really worked on all the things he needed to work on. His team got a little bit better. And then, like, they were primed for a title run. Still primed for a title run. But then all this crap comes out about, you know, Ime Adoka. And it throws a monkey wrench into their plans a little bit. But as we saw tonight, I mean, dude hasn't missed a beat in terms of scoring. Uh, he's getting to the line effectively. He's still got he's still one of the best two-way players in the game when he's really locked in on the defensive end. Like I I I think that Jason Tatum can take the 
continue production because he's continues to produce year after year after year and take the narrative of, you know, overcoming the adversity that they've had with the head coach and everything going on with that. And I think that it, he can turn it into an MVP. So, yeah. Sounds good. Respectable. He got, he, like he got off to a great start today. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Jalen Brown helped out a lot though. So if Jalen Brown keeps doing that, future, it probably yeah, get thirty five each. Future Thunder player Jalen Brown. Yeah, we. Yeah, oh, I would love either one of them. Thunder. Give us, give us one <laughs> of them. That'd be so much fun to have one of those two. All right, boys. Let's uh, let's close this out with our finals predictions. And uh, you know, so think about your representative. That. Actually, let's let's go conference finals and then finals and then your winner. So we'll we'll do oh, it geez. like that. Uh, and, and <laughs> tyranny sounds like he needs a minute, so I will I need start. a minute. I haven't thought about conference finals yet. I'll start with Alex. Alex, you, you, you got one ready? Um, so Western Conference, I'm gonna go Clippers versus Warriors, and then Eastern Conference, I'm going to go uh, Nets versus Bucks. Oh, shoot, no okay. Celtics. Oh, okay. All right, and who you got in the finals? Uh, in the finals, I got Clippers versus Nets with the Clippers winning. How many games? Uh, six. Okay. Clips and six over the Nets. That'd be wild. All right, I'm with it. Let's go, Jerry. What you got? Uh, out of the West, it's Clippers. I, I think they're going to win the whole thing, and I'll get there in a second, I guess. But I think they're going to win the whole thing this year. So I'm going to go Clippers um, and the um, – I think the Warriors kind of regress this year. So I'm going to say Clippers and Mavs. Um, and then coming out of the East, I'm going to go the Boston-Brooklyn matchup. Um, and it's going to be Clippers win it all against the Nets in seven. Ooh. So clips over the nets and stuff. We're on we're on the same plane there, man. I like on the same wa- same wavelength. All You're right. no three cone, but I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tierney, what what you got? You ready for it? Yeah, I well, I didn't. I just look thinking off the top of my head. Um, I I just don't trust the Clippers, and I'm gonna just be a cynic and continue not to trust them. So I'm not gonna put them in my conference finals. I'm actually going to go Mavs since I picked Luca for MVP. I feel like I got to do that. And then uh, Warriors, I think, I mean, they've only regressed in the fact that they've some of their, you know, they've aged a little bit, but I think they're still the one, like the best, if not the best, one of the best teams in the NBA. So I got to put them in there. East, I still think even though their coach isn't there, I think the Celtics are going to be, I, I actually think the Celtics are going to win the whole thing. Spoiler. Because, like, their team is just too good. Like, they've – I think there's still some pieces that need a – they need to tweak a little bit and to, like, fit in, but their, like, core is just so good. And we saw it tonight um, with Jalen and Jason. So, um, I just really like their team. So – but I have them, and then I – just like the Clippers, I don't trust the Nets yet. It's I, I until we see Ben Simmons actually like 
gel with this team and like I can see a coherent team. I don't trust them. And so I can't really pick them as my preseason uh, conference final. So I'm going to go Bucks, Celtics. Um, then obviously I said Celtics are going to win. So they're obviously in the finals. I think um, the Warriors are back in the finals. So it's a rematch. Not that exciting. Um, but I do think the Celtics win this time. And so the Warriors. Okay. So Celtics Warriors back in the play or back in the finals, and you think Celtics win how many games? Uh, I'm gonna say a sweep. I'm gonna say six Beeple. games. Okay, but but uh, I'm gonna say Draymond gets ejected from Game Five, and so. <laughs> So they he's end up for punching Jordan Poole again. Yeah, he's. I think Draymond's going to get ejected somehow, and so that's going to cost them Game Six, and so they lose Game Six instead of pushing to Game Seven. So I'm going to say six. History repeats itself. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. I always think it's funny whenever we do predictions. Every like everybody wants to say six because they don't want to say sweep, they don't want to say gentleman sweep, and they don't want to say it goes to seven. So it's just like six. It's a safe number. It's like the nice sweep. It's just like a safe, safe number. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, uh, for mine, I'm I'm going a little bit different. So out in the west, uh, I'm taking the Clippers in the conference finals, much like a lot of you guys, because if they're healthy. Like their roster has gotten better from last year. Yeah, it's a big if, like 100%. Like, that's, I mean, that's an if with every team, dude. <laughs> but it's the Clippers. They're always like this. Yeah, it's, it's fair. It's fair. It's a fair accusation. But I got Clippers and I got the Nuggets in the conference finals. I think Jokic okay. obviously has been playing at an MVP level the past couple of years. Uh, you got MPJ. If he's staying healthy, like when we last yeah. saw him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big if. He was putting up 20 points a game. Like, pure three-point shooting stroke. You got Jamal Murray. You've got Aaron Gordon who can, like, be a role player. Like, with Murray out, MPJ out, Gordon was being asked to do way too much. So, I think if you have him playing a role, it's going to help out a lot. Uh, Bone Tylen, you got you got a lot of pieces on that team. Um, freaking uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who I forgot was on that team, like, just adding shooting like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, yeah. that's going to be a huge help. So. Yeah, and I actually got the Nuggets coming out of the West. Uh, I think that you know their firepower is going to be a little bit too much. Um, and then on the East, uh, I got the Celtics back in there. Surprise, surprise. And then I got the Bucks on the other end. And um, you know, obviously they met last year. And to be frank, I think that if Chris Middleton didn't get hurt, the Bucks would have beat the Celtics and moved on. Um, so Ooh. I think this year, you know, we're going to see that rematch. Chris Middleton's hopefully healthy and. You know, I think Giannis is going to be the difference maker and pull it out because he's still a problem. He's still impossible to guard. Um, And then we're going to see a showdown of the owners of the last four MVPs facing off in the finals with Giannis and Jokic. And I think it's going to seven, but I'm picking, I'm picking Milwaukee. I think, I think the defense of the championship pedigree, um, you know, outshines the offensive firepower that is in the Denver Nuggets. So, yeah, going Milwaukee. And you got to love Mike Budenholzer's haircut. So, (laughs) Hey, and if I'm going dark horse on both sides, like absolute dark horse, I already like Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm going to say it to him blue in the face. Like I I think they're going to overachieve. 
Um, and then on the Western Conference, if Zion under, is oh, back, right. is if Zion is back playing how he was playing before he was that injured, team is loaded. Yeah, they've got pieces yeah. all over the place. So, yeah, and they have assets to like go make a big trade too. They oh, really the do. Deadline. Dyson yeah. Daniels, Trey Murphy, uh, Jackson yeah. Hayes, like yeah, they they Brandon they Ingram, like her, her yeah, they're so you can trade Herb Jones if you want to get if you get an All Star back, you can always trade Herb Jones. Yeah, I think so. the Pelicans are like the only other team that's like more loaded than us for like the future in terms of assets. Oh, they're they're way ahead of us in, as far as the process goes. Right, right. With if you include players and picks, they're ahead of us, yeah. no doubt. Well, they got that generational prospect uh, in Zion, and right, ours is hurt right now. So hopefully, hopefully he get he gets back feeling better soon, and maybe we can even add ours, another one to our, join him. Our generational prospect is currently playing in France. Or in the G League night, one or the other. We don't know which one yet. Yeah. True. Or he might True be playing that. in college. You never know. You just never know. Never know. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying any of that. I I like the guys that we have coming out of the or in the draft this year, but I don't think they fit for the. Thunder. Oh, dude. Speaking of, I. This doesn't matter. I'm so pissed that UNC is number one. Like. <laughs> We have a target on our back now, and like I, I was hoping like nobody would notice that all of our players came back this year, and like we were gonna have a, the same team that we brought to the fi- the the NBA Finals or NCAA Finals, and like everyone figured it out. So now we're number one, and now we're not gonna win. And I'm- well, the only one that didn't come back is is Baco, right? Bacot. Yeah, right? yeah. And no, no, he came back. It was. Um, oh yeah. It was one of the guys. Came back. Right? It was like it was four out of our love. five starters. Wasn't it Love? Caleb Love? No, he came back too. Um, <laughs> yeah, we brought we brought like all of them back. Like yeah, who did you lose? One. We lost one. I'd have to look up who it was, but um, Waterboy. It was somebody who like he was like he had to graduate. Hey. He, he, but hey. yeah, we brought like almost every back. So he they're they're overhyping us already, and I'm really worried. So just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's always a hype machine in Big Blue Nation. We'll see how it goes. I, I think we have the pieces. Um, you know, it, it just depends on – I really don't like Severe Wheeler at point guard. Like, he he was the bane of my existence last year. Um, whenever we played in the Bahamas in the offseason, I, I literally was pleased with every single player except for Severe Wheeler, and he's going to be running the show. He's going to be the point guard, and I think that if – things go awry for the big blue nation. It's going to be because Savi Wheeler. So yeah, that's uh, that's college basketball top boys. <laughs> there you go. You guys have anything to add about OU? No, yeah, they stink. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, if we're going to talk about it real quick, uh, I think OSU is going to surprise a lot of teams this year. And then I think our band opens up next season and once that opens up, the recruiting floodgates are about to just burst open with Mike Boyden. So um, be, be on the lookout for him in the next couple seasons. I, I, I would not doubt it. He just picked up like a, a four-star that had like Kentucky, UCLA. Uh, I know Texas is looking at the kid too. I can't remember his name, but they just got him not too long ago. So um, Mike Boynton and the Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in your living room a lot. Here very yeah. very soon. Does Shay's cousin yeah. still play there? 
Uh, I believe he does. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't think he he didn't graduate out. I don't think. I can't remember, man. I can't remember. Cade. It's fine. So I, I was just curious. I don't think he's like, you know, nothing. He's yeah. not. Yeah, he's not an NBA player. Yeah. Like that. I was just curious. Just a good college guy. Yeah. All right. I like it, boys. Well, I think uh, I think that wraps it up. I think we we did all the previewing and predictions that we could do at this point. And uh, you know, it got real, boys. Tomorrow is the start of the regular season for the Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder, facing off against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, no. And uh, I will not be able to watch it as my ten year anniversary. So I will be with you all in spirit, though. I will uh, text you updates every like. 30 seconds okay i got you i will up to, i will send you a text every time one of the team scores <laughs> actually what restaurant are you guys going to because i'll just call the restaurant no yeah phone. how about how about i just call the waitress and just have her tell you the scores yeah. it was like for some reason it's kind of funny whenever we were in nap on vacation like the waitress comes and brings us drinks because we posted a picture on twitter we're like oh yeah someone bought us drinks from twitter because it's our birthday right no the drinks mm-hmm. were actually meant for the table right next to us That's uh, but oh, no. we took them so um and the Free restaurant drinks. was like yeah we screwed that up we're like oh it's totally fine don't worry about it um mm-hmm. you, you, sh- you should have been like do you know what my nickname is it's champagne jerry Sh- like, this is I mean, I get free champagne everywhere. That's yeah. part of my part of my clause. Speaking of, know, if anybody in the, who I am? Yeah, in the Thunder organization, if you guys are listening, how about you get some champagne on the top floor? Quit making it so exclusive to for them rich folks only, okay? Us poor folk like champagne also. Can I throw out a uh, question? What are the chances literally anybody in the Thunder organization listens to this? I'm gonna put it at like Oh no, they do. Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, they got to check yeah. us out. Make sure we're not saying yeah. anything stupid before letting exactly. us in the media day. So, do they listen to hey, every hey, single one though? Hey, hey guys, how y'all doing? Yeah, and it's just checking us out. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's an intern whose job it is to listen to like the four or five podcast, like Thunder podcasts that regularly. Oh, uh, okay, out. okay. I yeah, I, oh, yeah. I wasn't talking about interns. I meant like I meant like people like higher up. Like, oh no, we already know Mike Muscala, Lou Dort. Uh, uh who else listens to it um shay probably does what was the guy what was the guy who uh did the intro for us justin Patton. That? Yes. yeah it was, yeah, it was justin Patton. yeah even though even though he's out of the league he still listens to it yeah he's yeah. he's we love him to death yeah <laughs> all right well yeah sorry i had to step away for a second nova's alarm started going off he's good now so uh, but I'm going to – he had a rough night yesterday, so I think, you know, as I was doing anyways, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put this to a close, boys. Uh, like I said, tomorrow it all starts. Like, the gauntlet's thrown down. Uh, we get to see Shea with no minute restriction. Uh, I mean, we get to see the rookies in action. We get to see Giddy's improved jump shot. Like, I'm excited. And we get to see them going up against the biggest and probably the best uh, front court in all of the NBA and Kat and Rudy Gobert. Until next year. Until next year. Yeah, and, until Chet and Women Yama's out there uh, on the other side. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a good time, and I can't wait to watch the highlight. Because hey, before, before we go, predictions. <laughs> predictions for tomorrow. Oh, shoot. Uh, loss. Thunder by a million. I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Say uh, 111 to 106, uh, Minnesota. I think we'll win by four. 
Like straight okay. up. Nice. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm throwing them in my parlay tomorrow because I think the spread's like 11 isn't it, right now. Isn't it at Minnesota? Yeah, but it's it still cool. like yeah. it's like 11 point spread right now. So I'm I think I'm gonna throw them in the parlay. Okay. Yeah, I Might mean well. we almost we almost beat the Jazz when they were like the number one team in the in the league. Um, the first game of the season, I think we lost by like six points. So yep. yeah, we I mean, actually yeah we don't, if, we don't care about the game. If, if we're gonna catch if them, we're, this is the game. Yeah. Yeah, if I, I do agree with Jerry, if it's if we're eleven point spread, I'll take them to cover. All right, don't think they'll win, but I think they'll cover. I like it. There you go, guys. It's gonna be a fun game either way. You know, a lot of a lot of fun players out there, so it'll be a good time. But with that being said, guys, I want to thank you all for joining us and listening to our little podcast that could. Um, it's going to be a good season. It's going to be an awesome season. Uh, we're going to have a more consistent schedule. We will be releasing on Wednesdays and Saturdays throughout the season, recording on Tuesdays and Fridays. So, uh, that will be set in stone. So we will have continuity going throughout the season. So excited for that and excited for you guys to be a part of it. So I good. also want to mention one more thing before we go. I will be probably only on the Wednesday podcast. So if you hate listening to me <laughs> only listen to the saturday podcast how no, about no no, no, no no if you hate listening to tyranny turn on the podcast while you're sleeping so it still runs and we still yes play, yes you thank you good businessman yeah. right there only like, turn form. it on when you go to bed for the wednesday podcast actually listen to it on saturday if you hate my voice and my oh, lord Yes, we got a game plan. So uh, with that being said, guys, hope you all have a great night. God bless. Hoop when you can. Thunder basketballs tomorrow. So as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Gang gang. That was a really loud one. Gang gang. Gang gang. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.